last night's town hall meeting. It was carried on CNN, uh, and uh, we had uh, certainly a lot of people, I think people that like and are supporting Bernie Sanders say he won, and those that like Hillary Clinton thought that she did. Um, But there are um, a lot of things that have come out uh, from yesterday and a lot of takeaways, a lot of people writing about it, and CNN is no exception. By the way, I'm sorry I didn't mention uh, Mr. O'Malley, uh, Ms. Clinton, uh, well, actually, former Secretary of State, Madam Secretary Clinton, Senator Sanders, and Governor O'Malley made their closing arguments to the Iowa voters last night. That was during a televised town hall. It was hosted by Drake University and the Iowa Democratic Party, and it was televised by CNN. Now, Hillary Clinton says she's a proven fighter. Bernie Sanders says that while experience is important, it's not the only thing that Democratic voters should weigh in on. And Martin O'Malley, well, some people say he just took his jacket off. Anyway, Clinton, Sanders and O'Malley made their closing arguments to the voters last night during that CNN televised town hall. And uh, that's, you know, we're one week away from the voters caucusing in the state of Iowa, and they will have the first say in deciding the party's nominees. Historically, by the way, Iowa has determined more Democratic nominees than it has Republicans. Republicans, it's about 43% of the time, 43% accurate. Um, So uh, let's talk about some different aspects of last night's town hall meeting. We do have some audio from that as well we'll be sharing in just a moment. Um, Bernie Sanders, some people would say, was on the attack, although he offered kind words for Mrs. Clinton, former Secretary of State Clinton. Uh, He told the audience he likes her, he respects her, but then he unloaded a withering attack on the former Secretary of State. Uh, Hillary Clinton definitely was a a fighter, Um, a proven fighter is a phrase that came in. There was a love fest that continued between our current president and Mrs. Clinton, who hopes to be our next president, and uh, Bernie Sanders um, talked about Planned Parenthood um, and uh, the endorsement that he doesn't like uh, toward Hillary. And there was some personality, which, by the way, in addition to name recognition and uh, issues, obviously, uh, when you have the same ideology, pretty much all three of Democrats, it comes down to name recognition for some voters, who you like, likability, who they like, who they dig. Uh, for others, young people seem to dig uh, the old white-haired Jewish guy in his 70s who's a socialist from uh, Vermont, aging hippie, some people would say. Let's talk about some stuff. One thing I mentioned was the love fest between our former Secretary of State and her former boss, our own President Obama. Here's Hillary, uh, touched by the President's compliment. President Obama gave an interview, talked about this race, seemed to get more into it than he has in the past. He said, your, quote, Wicked smart. (laughs) Knows every policy inside and out. Sounds like an endorsement. (laughs) Well, I I was really touched and gratified when I saw that. Um, You know, people here in Iowa remember we ran a really hard race against each other. And then I had the opportunity uh, when he asked me to serve as a Secretary of State. And it not only was a great working relationship, it turned into a real friendship. And he knows how hard the job is. Uh, He knows it firsthand. Uh, So I really appreciated uh, what he said and and how he said it, because it was a positive reflection on what we have to get done and how hard it's going to be. And therefore, the stakes in the election are really high. And I think that's what 
voters are beginning to really tune into, starting here in Iowa. He says also in there, you get undue criticism. And he says, and by the way, I have some regrets about my campaign and some of the things we did. Was that surprising? Yes, that was surprising. <laughs> um, you know, I really appreciated him saying that because he said that he had that great line, which I love. I think he said something like, you know, she had to do, he said, I was like Fred Astaire and she had to do everything I had to do, only she was Ginger Rogers doing it backwards in high heels. And I thought that was a really, uh, a very sweet remark. Uh, and, and I loved that as well as a woman. And, and I think the president is speaking to not just the fact that, you know, Hillary comes with the baggage, quite frankly, of her husband, which Republicans try and use and use for attacks. Um, but, you know, her position as first lady, as senator and as secretary of state at the time, she was not yet secretary of state when she was, uh, you know, campaigning against the president. Uh, but also that a woman that a woman has more obstacles in this game of politics than a man. I think that's what he was saying in a sense, and I agree with him as a woman. Well, let's talk about the guy, the guy everybody loves, Senator Sanders. And uh, a lot of people obviously have to compare and contrast him and Hillary. And he compared himself to, his, uh, to Hillary, and that's with regard to their past. The truth is that the most significant vote and issue regarding foreign policy that we have seen in this country in modern history was the vote on the war in Iraq. Okay, that's the fact. I voted against the war in Iraq, and if you go to my website, listen to the speech that I gave when I was in the House in 2002, saying, yeah, it's easy to get rid of a dictator like Saddam Hussein, but there's going to be a political vacuum, there will be instability, and it gives me no pleasure to tell you that much of what I feared, in fact, happened. Hillary Clinton voted for the war in Iraq. All right. In terms of Wall Street, I fought against deregulation, led the opposition to doing away with the Glass-Steagall legislation. Unfortunately, my side lost. Wall Street became deregulated. The rest is history. Wall Street has operated in a very significant way, in a fraudulent way. And obviously their greed and recklessness helped destroy our economy and create the worst recession since the Great Depression. I led the effort against Wall Street deregulation. See where Hillary Clinton was on this issue. In terms of climate change, which everybody here knows and apparently everybody in the world knows except Republican candidates for president, <laughs> is one of the great environmental crises facing this nation. On day one, I said the Keystone Pipeline is a dumb idea. Senator? Okay. I think the Bakken Pipeline and pipelines in Vermont and New Hampshire are dumb ideas. We've got to break our dependence on fossil fuel. Why did it take... Why did it take Hillary Clinton such a long time before she came into opposition to the Keystone Pipeline? Trade policy. I have understood from day one that our trade policies have cost us NAFTA, CAFTA, PNTR with China, millions of decent-paying jobs. I didn't have to think hard about opposing the Trans-Pacific Partnership. It took Hillary Clinton a long time to come on board that. So, in other words... 
Yeah, I do think I have the background and the judgment to take this very, very difficult job of being president of the United States. Although I will say um, the majority of congressional members uh, did, uh, and the majority of Americans at the time, uh, and I was not one of them. I was with Senator Sanders, who did not want uh, us to invade the sovereign nation of Iraq, which is what we did, which I feel was uh, illegal. Um, but quite frankly, if Hillary had voted with him, we still would have gone to Iraq. I just want to be clear that one vote wouldn't have made the difference there. And I am a pro-Hillary girl, and Senator Sanders makes a, a lot of good points. But I, I have to say in her defense, when you're a secretary of state and your boss is looking at the Keystone Pipeline and your boss is one of the negotiators of TPP, you probably aren't going to say you're against it. It's not professional protocol. Anybody who has watched House of Cards knows that you don't disagree with the president, at least not in front of him. Uh, Bernie Sanders uh, talking about raising taxes, and this was specifically, as I mentioned earlier, to pay for health care. But here is what Senators, uh, Senator Sanders said about raising taxes to pay for health care. At least he's being honest, but somebody's got to pay for it somewhere. We the people are the nation that have to keep the nation running, right? Here's Senator Sanders about raising taxes to pay for health care. So it's demagogic to say, oh, you're paying more in taxes. Let's also talk about we are going to eliminate, eliminate private health insurance premiums and payments, not only for individuals, but for businesses as well. Again, we are the only country on earth that allows private insurance companies to rip us off. We spend three times more than the British, 50% more than the French. We can do better than we're doing right now. But just to be clear, you are going to raise taxes to do this. Yes, we will raise we will raise the we will raise taxes. Yes, we will. But also let us be clear, Chris, because there's a little bit of disingenuity out there. We may raise taxes, but we are also going to eliminate private health insurance premiums for individuals and for business. And let's do one more to be fair. We played one from Hillary, two from Bernie. Here's one from Hillary. This is Hillary Clinton. Um, and, you know, the, she was asked, why do young people think she's dishonest? And a lot of people liked her answer. Here it is. It feels like there's a lot of young people like myself um, who are very passionate supporters of Bernie Sanders. And I just don't see the same enthusiasm um, from younger people for you. Um, in fact, I've heard from quite a few uh, people my age that they think you're dishonest, um, but I'd like to hear from you on why you feel the uh, enthusiasm isn't there. Well, I think it really depends upon who you're seeing and talking to. You know, today in Oskaloosa, I spent time with about 10 high school students who are enthusiastically working for me. I see young people across the state who are doing the same, uh, but I'm, I'm totally... Uh, happy to see young people involved in any way. That's what we want. And we want to have a good primary to pick a nominee, and then we want to have everybody join together to make sure we win in November, which, after all, is the purpose of this whole campaign. And so, you know, look, I've been around a long time. People have thrown all kinds of things at me. And, you know, I can't keep up with it. I just keep going forward. They fall by the wayside. They come up with these outlandish things. They make these charges. 
I just keep going forward because there's nothing to it. They throw all this stuff at me, and I'm still standing. But if you're new to politics, if it's the first time you've really paid attention, you go, oh my gosh, look at all of this. And you have to say to yourself, why are they throwing all of that? Well, I'll tell you why. Because I've been on the front lines of change and progress since I was your age. I have been fighting to give kids and women and the, and the people who are left out and left behind a chance to make the most out of their own lives. And I've taken on the status quo time and time again. I have had many, many millions of dollars spent against me. When I worked on health care back in 93 and 94, and I don't know if you were born then. I can't quite <laughs> tell. But if you'd been around and had been able to pay attention, I was trying to get us to universal health care coverage working with my husband. Boy, the insurance companies, the drug companies, they spent millions, not just against the issue, but against me. And I kept going. And when we weren't successful, I turned around and said, at least we're going to get health care for kids. And we got the Children's Health Insurance Program working with both Democrats and Republicans, and 8 million kids have insurance because of that today. So you've got to keep going. You can't give up. You can never get knocked off course. Um, okay, we're going to take a break when we come back. By the way, if I were her, I would have said, well, why do you, th- you know, I think one of the reasons people, you know, some people think I'm a dishonest is because that's what you hear on a lot of very conservative talk radio and television. And if you sit back and look, why is the right targeting me? And I say to my fellow Democrats, I love Senator Sanders, but there's a reason the GOP is not attacking him. They're afraid of Hillary winning. They're not afraid of Bernie winning. Think about that. We'll be back right after this. Oh, thank you. I didn't know if I had time because of the, the, the music. Okay, let me give you some angles, and I want to hear from you here. 888-6LESLIE, 888-653-7543. What were your main takeaways from last night's town hall? What stood out to you most, regardless of your party and regardless of the person that you may like or not like and want to vote for in the primary? 888-6LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is the number. Now, President Obama hasn't officially endorsed Hillary Clinton, but he came close in that interview with Politico that we talked about last hour. Is it only a matter of of time how powerful do you feel an obama endorsement would be in this race by the way i feel zilch i just don't think endorsements really matter uh senator sanders made a strong argument on how he was against the war in iraq and hillary clinton was for it how important is that to you that's very important to some people that's number one for some people how about you where does that weigh in on your list of things and priorities and their level of importance and how important do you think it will be to the democratic primary voters overall 8886 leslie 8886537543 senator sanders provided a theme of clinton's only got your back when it's convenient Examples, Wall Street, free trade, the Keystone Pipeline. Did this resonate with you, and do you think it's true? 888-6LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Senator Sanders said, we will raise taxes. Yes, we will. The soundbite made headlines immediately. Politico's predicting it could be fodder for negative ads. But what Senator Sanders actually said was a bit more complex, and in fact, he promised his plans would save Americans money. How did you take his comments? And will it hurt Bernie Sanders? 888 Leslie, 888-653-7543. Hillary Clinton wants voters to remember her as a proven fighter. Did she display that as she turned a Sanders supporter's hostile question into, some would say, one of her best moments of the evening? 888 Leslie, 888-653-7543. And lastly, what do you think? 
of Hillary's comments about Trump's treatment of Muslims being shameful. If it were Hillary versus Trump in the general, will Trump's proposed Muslim ban be a key component of this election? And should it be? 8886 Leslie, 888-653-7543 is the number. Lastly, predictions who's going to win both Dem and Republican one week in Iowa in the first caucus and in the first primary in New Hampshire. 8886 Leslie, getting your predictions, your answers, and your takeaway from last night right after this. 8886 Leslie. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of truth. The Leslie Marshall Show. Give her a call now at 888-6-LESLIE. So along with my questions, we got to take our second break. That is our shortest segment. It's not normally that short. I'm Leslie Marshall. If you're holding, hang on. If you want to join us, we're going to get your takeaways and more right after this. We're talking about last night's talk, town hall debate, town hall meeting, Q&A debate uh, with the three Democratic uh, candidates. Some people wonder why Martin O'Malley still on that stage. But I uh, want to get your takeaway from it. Um, who came off uh, good or bad? Did anybody change your mind and moments that maybe uh, you liked? I asked a lot of other questions. Let's get to the calls in Vegas on line one is uh, Vernon. Vernon, good afternoon. How you doing? Welcome. How are you doing? Thank you for having me on your show there. Well, thank you, Vernon. Um, uh, I understand that you, you felt that uh, Senator, Stand- Senator Sanders was very strong, that he made a strong comeback, although you felt everybody did well last night, correct? That's true. Uh, uh, the one thing about Senator Sanders, though, uh, there's an honesty about him that you can feel in the air. And uh, even though he brought up taxes and he's going to increase them and everything, at least he's being upfront about it. And he's not trying to hide because all the politicians like to always say they're going to lower them and they never do. So at least he could always say, I never lied to you. So I, I feel that's a strong advantage for him. Okay. All right. Um, and uh, let, let me ask you, I had asked some questions um, going into the break, if you recall. I'm going to remind you of some of those. Um, uh, and I told you, you got the, the takeaway. Um, do you think if President Obama endorsed Hillary Clinton, that would make a difference for some people? Um, you know what? You would think it would, but uh, it doesn't necessarily always work out like that. I mean, because uh, he he didn't really get endorsed by certain people, and he still won. So it, it, it really, I think the public's kind of made up their mind on who they want pretty much once, you know. you know. I mean, everyone knows Hillary. If, if they've been Hillary fans their whole life, they're going to continue to be. If not, they'll and before, and, and, ways, and, and, I, and I hear you, Vernon. I don't disagree. Where were you before watching this last night? Were you a Bernie fan before you watched it last night? Um, 
you know what? I'm not, I'm, I'm like independent right now. So I'm like, I'm trying to figure out, you know, the best of the best. Uh, I had written you about uh, Bloomberg, and I think if he came in, that that would change everything. I well, now why why would that change? Why would that change everything? Because you're it, just hear me well, out. You're, say, you're saying wait, you're saying you're like you're saying you like Senator Sanders, and Senator Sanders is very against billionaires, Wall Street types like Michael Bloomberg. Not only was, but still is. So, what is attractive to you about Bloomberg? Being that you were just telling us, hey, I thought Senator Sanders had a lot of great things to say. No, no, no. I'm not. I, I agree with you on that part. No, I'm just saying I think he'll have a bigger. Impact. Influence for not just not for me personally, but I'm talking about the you know the, the rest of the United States because he's a very powerful man and uh, he has a way and a knack that is very uh, you know he catches people of imagination and I really believe that uh, he could change everything in, in a heartbeat. But I mean, like, but if you just going about last night, Sanders is surging and uh, Hillary better watch out. That's all I believe. When, when Bernie Sanders, Senator Sanders, he made a very strong argument on how he was against the war in Iraq and she was for it. Is that important to you, Vernon, that that vote? Or, I mean, what is the most important issue to you as a voter, since you haven't made up your mind yet? Um, well, I, I, I continue to listen to Sanders. I've never been a Hillary fan, so... Uh, and why, and why haven't and why haven't, why haven't you, <laughs> Vernon, why haven't you been a Hillary fan? I'm just curious. I, I, you know, I just never believe anything she says. I mean, I, I don't want to sound wrong because, you know, I, I wouldn't mind seeing a female president or whatever. It's just that she's not the one I want. That's all. I'm being honest with you. Okay, you so know? you have an honesty, yeah, <laughs> an honesty issue, lack of likability. Okay, get it. So, so what is the most important issue for you? Is it, you know, that we went to Iraq and as Senator Sanders uh, brings up? Um, is it, you know, Wall Street, Keystone Pipeline, free trade, TPP, any of yeah, that? All, what, what's number issues. one for you? I mean, in, in general, he brings up everything, and he, he, he he's very knowledgeable, and I, I just like the way he presents things. And uh, I, I just think uh, out of the Democratic Party, I think, I mean, like I said, if Bloomberg comes in, I would change it. But I, I think Sanders should take over, and hopefully if, uh, he'll win the nomination down the road. Uh, Vernon, we thank you for calling us there from Vegas. Don't be a stranger. Call us again. Appreciate that. 8886-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Now, keep in mind, when we finish with a call, it's your cue to call through because the line's available. And I say that because people always will email me or tweet me or FB me and say, Leslie, I tried calling your show, but the line was busy. So when you hear somebody hang up, that's the time. 8886-LESLIE, 888, or at the very top of the hour. We had something happen funny yesterday. We were ending the show. I think we had 60 seconds left and six calls. Well, I can't give you each a second. That's physically impossible. It's pretty unfair and crazy. I don't think I could do it. So at the, to- at the top of the hour, especially this hour, wide open phone hour, and after a caller has hung up. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Kevin's in Pennsylvania online too. Uh, hey, Kevin, how you doing? What's your biggest takeaway from last night? Well, the biggest one was, like I said in what I sent you, is uh how how they contrasted with the Republicans. And, and and for people that didn't see any of your comments to me on Twitter or what you said to our phone screener when you called in, can you share um, how uh, you know do do some kind of comparison between Democrats and Republicans from your perspective as a voter? Well, my my measure is i'm I'm a member of the Baha'i faith, so my member my my measure is uh, how do they measure up about the twelve principles of the Baha'i faith? And those are simple. They're oneness of humanity, independent investigation of the truth for every individual person, 
the foundation of religion being the same, no warring between religions. Religion has to be the source of unity. Uh, religion must be in accord with science. You've got to have science and religion have to go together. If one's wrong, they're both wrong. Uh, equality of men and women, removal of all prejudice, universal peace uh, held by a spiritual world government, universal compulsory education, which is just a general education, not a religious education, spiritual solution to the economic problems, uh, universal auxiliary language, everyone should be able to speak a common language as well as their mother tongue, and the universal house of justice, which is basically what the UN is supposed to be, but it was set up uh, by people associated with the Baha'i faith and then run off the rails. Now, if they measure up against that real well, then that's my candidate. I don't care what party they are, you know. Okay, um, uh, and 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 so bottom line is um, for you based on I think your the Democrats uh, measure up with that much better. I, I I don't hear the rhetoric I hear from the Republican Party in general. Uh, they may give lip service to some of these ideas, but when you press them on it, you know it's uh, oneness of humanity for everyone except Muslims. Oh, <laughs> how does that work? Oneness of humanity for everyone except blacks. How does that work? That doesn't you know none of this makes that doesn't make any sense. You know. There so, so, so is that fair to say? Is it fair? Is it fair to say in a sentence, Democrats or the Democratic candidates portray a more tolerant leadership in this nation, which you feel oh, is needed absolutely. in line with your faith? More than fair to say that. Okay. Anything? Anything absolutely. else? Anything else, Kevin? Uh, more spiritual, I would say. They have a. They have a. I think oh, that no, that that's interesting. Wait a minute, Kevin. You got some Republican evangelical right now driving <laughs> off the road that you said that. Uh, why? Why do you feel that Democrats are more spiritual? Well, because I see the evangelical uh, base of one part of the part of the, the evangelical part of the base of the Republican Party uh, completely off the rails when it comes to things like the oneness of humanity and you know equality of the sexes and uh, you know end of, end of prejudice and so forth. So I, I I just see what they're saying. I see hear what they're saying. I see what they're doing. I see the policies they've been trying to you know run through the Congress for eight years and how they've stonewalled the current president on all these things that would push these ideas further ahead, uh, it's clear they, they have lip service to God, but they don't have their hearts in it. All right. Thank you. I appreciate the call. Don't be a stranger. Give us a buzz. And actually, I did know about the Baha'i faith, Kevin. No joke. Uh, one of my, one of my uh, husband's best friend's wives is uh, of the Baha'i faith. And I actually went to the temple when I lived in Chicago, the Baha'i temple. And I learned about that from a co-worker and uh, got to visit that there and found out about the Baha'i faith there and even uh, more so when I visited India years ago. Thank you for the call. Uh, that was Kevin in Pennsylvania. Like I said, when we finish with a call, you're cute to call through. 8886 Leslie, 8886537543. Rosemarie is in Massachusetts, line three. Hey, Rosemarie, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Thank you for taking my call. Thank you for joining. I would just like to say that I was, just, uh, every time I listen to her, I just get blown away by her. Uh, how can anybody, when they listen to her, when they listen to her, what she says is just, Amazing. I am just amazed by her. And, uh, and, and amazed in a good way. And Oh, and of course in a good way. I mean, the woman is so knowledgeable, and I, I think that she is courageous. She's gone through a lot in her life, and I, um, I just think she'd be the most capable person in this race to be president. It's interesting that you say that because courage is something that it takes not only to run in a race but 
um, to to be president. I think to President Obama's point in his podcast, you know, like he said, he was writing a State of the Union. Somebody walks in and says, uh, we have four American sailors that were just arrested by the Iranians that went in Iranian waters. And he said that's an extreme example. And and it's not just the multitasking, which no offense, guys, I think women do better. Mm-hmm. Um, but, right. You're uh, right. But, <laughs> uh, but, but, in adi- but in addition to that, that you need to be courageous to make tough not always popular decisions. Exactly. And I think she has it. And you know what? I am so sick of this dishonest, that she's dishonest. The perception started with the Republicans. And all these people go along and listen to the Republicans. I don't know what they think she's dishonest about. Okay? I really don't. Maybe I'm very naive, but I, I don't feel she's as dishonest. I think she's has Well, why do you think people do? Why do you think people do? Why do you think people do, like the caller that just called, the young man who yeah. was in the audience last night who got up and asked her that question um, and, and specifically said uh, not only that he was for Bernie, but that he, other young people, and, you know, he just doesn't view her as, as honest. What is it because of... Is it because of, uh, you know, Benghazi emails? Is it because of right-wing propaganda? Well, I think really a large part is the right-wing um, propaganda. Her, her husband's presidency, there were so many false scandals, I'm sorry, with, with Mr. Foster and um, just even... Yeah, and, and I just want to say, I just want to go on record, um, when that happened, I mean, certainly... You know, I wondered, hey, did, you know, was there an issue with the nanny? I think, uh, listen, living in South Ca- Southern California, although yep. I hire, we, uh, we hire people to do landscaping at our house and the guy we hire is legal. Are some of the guys he sends out to do things illegal? Maybe. Um, yep. you know, I'm, I'm going to be honest. So, you know, with the nanny gate or whatever and travel gate, it just got crazy. But when, when the media, the right wingers wanted to blame the suicide of Vince Foster on right. her, whether the reason he took his <laughs> life um, or, uh, I mean, anybody knowing somebody or, or who's been to the brink of suicide, whether it's you yourself or know as anybody like that or who has actually committed suicide, uh, a person that one would know, it's not. It's normally not hinging on one person or one event. But that aside, that I just thought that was horrific. This was a man she was very good friends with. She, it was obvious she was deeply, uh, deeply upset by his right. passing and, and more so how he died. I, I thought that. I thought that right. was out of line. I thought that. I thought the attacks on uh, John Kerry's uh, record in Vietnam and his medals by other veterans, I, I thought, was deplorable. Right. And, I, and See, I, they know I, how to do it. They oh, know yeah. They know how to do it. And, and, and another thing I'd like to say about the young people, and she laid out her kind of like what she has done. They don't know about her. They, I, they're just kind of oh, just in awe of this Bernie Sanders. For whatever reason, I'm sorry, I don't understand it. Well, I do but, understand it. I like Senator yeah. Sanders. He's passionate. He's smart. I mean, and, and he represents – I mean, some people who really their number one thing is, you know, anti-corporatist, anti-Wall Street, um, you know, anti-income you know income inequality. And I've always said, look, if Senator Sanders – if you look at – if you just look at the demographics of America in a national election, we're the one that we're more easily able to beat a Republican in a national general election – I would put my support behind him. Uh, the problem is, uh, one, I don't think he's going to be the nominee, just looking at numbers uh, based on states uh, for the primary. And two, if he were the nominee, I totally 
uh, believe that Hillary, because she is more of a centrist than he is clearly, uh, would be able to garner that independent, centrist, moderate, undecided vote in even some Republicans, especially numbers with African-Americans, Hispanics, who may not be staunch Democrats, and uh, even some women. I think she would gain – I think she will gather uh, women from Republicans, and I think she obviously would gain the women uh, that Bernie wouldn't have okay. if she became uh, the nominee. I don't have anything against Senator Sanders, and I understand the appeal um, uh, that he has, especially to young folks. But you bring up a good point. Most people, the young people of today, they don't remember Bill Clinton. They don't remember the type of first lady she was. Right. And she and she honestly, and I have to say because I do, she didn't want to pick out China and bake cookies or muffins, and she got crap right. for that. This was a woman that wanted to work with her husband. They wanted to be a team, although he was clearly president. She wanted to make a difference. She wanted to help, whether with women's issues, with children, or with health care, even though she failed on that last front. But, you know, and, and they don't know that. And and obviously, unless they were familiar with politics, depending on their age or if they lived in New York, they don't know. She has a very, very great record as a senator when she was senator right. for the state of New York. So they might know her as secretary of state, and that's it. Uh, yeah. But another thing is she will get things done because she will she will work with people because she did that as a senator. I do see out of – out of the, uh, I do see between uh, her and Bernie, and no offense to Mr. O'Malley, yeah. I certainly see, I mean, between her, Trump, or Cruz, um, that she would have the ability uh, more so to work uh, better, even than Rubio. I'm just trying to think with everybody. Uh, uh, quite frankly, I think Hillary Clinton and I think uh, John Kasich and Jeb Bush would have the best ability uh, for diplomacy, both yeah. within their party reaching across the island on an international level. Right. That, that's my opinion. Yeah. That. Thank you for your call. Don't yeah. be a stranger. Okay, thank you. Call me thank again. You. All right. Thanks, yeah. Rosemary. We're going to take a break. We'll be back. Back to your calls and your tweets. A lot of tweets going on. Follow me on Twitter, at Leslie Marshall. with Dave. Love Portland. Stumptown Coffee's my favorite. How you doing, Dave? Good afternoon. I'm doing just fine. How are you doing? Good, thank you. Dave, what's your take uh, or takeaway from last night's town hall meeting debate? Well, uh, like everybody else said, I think the uh, the Democrats were uh, heads above anything that the Republicans are offering right now. Uh, uh, and I also thought that uh, that Hillary came off as a, as a fighter, as everybody has been saying. Uh, but for me, the question is, and has always been, fight for what? Uh, you know, uh, I, I've been following Bernie for a while, and I, and I like Hillary. But the fact of the matter is that, that Bernie has a long history of standing up for the principles that he, that he believes in. And while some people say that Hillary's a fighter, I don't see her as much as a fighter as I see her as a, as a survivor. And, and and like you said, that requires being somewhat of a pragmatist. Okay, so let me but, ask let me ask you this: When you talk about, and I don't disagree totally, um, but uh, uh, not a hundred percent. But let's go back to what you said about Bernie being a fighter. But does a fighter mm-hmm. win when you're dealing with a currently and hopefully it will change Republican-controlled House and Senate? Does a fighter win 
when you need to be diplomatic on an international level. If he's our president, how does a Jewish guy who's a fighter walk in to Iran or Saudi Arabia and, and or even have a phone call with those leaders and not be you know, perceived perhaps in a, in a negative way or as the enemy because there is a belief that anybody who's a Jew is pro-Israel. And by the way, Bernie hasn't showed much difference on that front. Well, you're making an awful lot of assumptions there, aren't you? No, I'm not making assumptions. I mean, where are the, where's the assumption? Well, you're assuming that uh, you're assuming that that uh, Bernie is not willing to be pragmatic at, in some areas and not fight for others. I haven't seen him in his career ever fight for the more democratic agenda with regard to the Middle East, specifically Israel, and a two-state solution. And I'm half Jewish, my father's Jewish, and I have to say that most Jews I know who are pro-Israel, and most of them can't even tell you why. Well, that, you know, okay, well, that's, <laughs> that strikes me as a bit of a problem then. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, uh, uh, I'll go with the guy with principle. Uh, you know, the thing with Hillary is that... Uh, but the guy that's principled, can he win the general election? Well, let me, let me say this. Uh, we had a pragmatist in the White House for the past eight years, and while we've gained some things, did we gain enough? You know, I want somebody in there like LBJ. I want somebody in there who's willing to fight for those principles. And quite frankly, I just don't see that in Hillary. I see her. Well, that, no, that's I, fair. I, I that's fair enough. Thing. That's that. That's yeah. fair. That's fair enough. Whereas I think Hillary will fight, but she very honestly said, like she said. Um, uh, to the Black Lives Matter people, give me something I can sell. And she was being very honest. It's not that she's not passionate and wants to get on the bandwagon of their fight, but if you got, she's not going to fight unless she knows she can win, and it's got to be something sellable to win. There's a difference there. Well, I understand that as well, but sometimes you just have to go in with the attitude that you're not going to compromise. Because let, let's talk about this in terms yeah, of... Yeah, but remember, right? your personal or professional passion is not necessarily the will of the people who elected you or in the best interest of the nation or the national security of the nation, right? Oh, such great calls. I wish we could keep going, but I'm out of time after the three-hour show today. We'll be back tomorrow on Hump Day. Hope you will as well. I'm Leslie Marshall.